When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Patriots Daily is brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network. This is the big one. This was maybe the most exciting part of the entire interview where Gerard Mayo was asked, you know, you guys have a lot of assets and for agency. What are you going to do? He's like, oh, we're bringing in town a thousand percent. We have a lot of cap space and cash. He said, we are going to burn yeah. some cash because, you know, Robert Kraft, I know he gets a lot of flack and people like to act like he's cheap. I don't know how much evidence there is to support that Kraft is cheap. I think there's plenty of evidence to support that Bill just doesn't like paying certain players or, you know, what have you, paying certain right. positions. But we saw literally just in 2021. They spent a ton, a ton of money. And with Kraft being full on board, that like we need to get this team back on track, money is clearly not going to be any object. And not only just do they have the cash, they also have the cap space where it's not like they're going to have to bend over backwards to make it work and all those things. They're going to have a lot of space to work with. So I thought this would be fun. Our buddy, friend of the show, Brad Spielberger of PFF, always does an amazing job uh, where they have this chart. We're going to pull it up right now where he has all the lists of like team needs, all these things for uh, the free agency contract predictions where I think last season, I'm pretty sure he batted like 80% at least. It was crazy. <laughs> Almost every single deal he was spot on. So we're going to pull this up, go through the list and then make our own little, you know, free agency board and see who we think would be interesting uh, for the Patriots to get because, hey, they're going to be burning cash, right. so let's have some fun. So you did say Kirk Cousins is off your board, yes? Yeah, I just, you know, 37 coming off an Achilles. Like, I, yeah, he'll probably, like, I think Atlanta and Bill Belichick should be all over him. You yeah. know, get him in for a year or two, win some games, break the record, what have you. But I'm more of on a you know a longer rebuild for the Patriots, so I just don't see them shelling out for Kirk Cousins this year. It doesn't it doesn't move the needle for me. It doesn't make much sense. I agree. Kirk Cousins said uh, you know he has to see how things play out, but he wouldn't turn down the opportunity to play with the best coach of all time. Yeah, so that. there's a little traction there. That would actually be really fun. I'd love to see him over there. John, that would be that's the one that makes the most sense. I mean, yeah. and I know we're going to keep going in a second, but like Kirk with you know Bijan and Drake or Drake London and Kyle Pitts, like. Yeah, that, that offense would turn around really fast, and that would turn into a really, really good football team down in Atlanta. Absolutely. All right, now, this one's really interesting. Josh Allen, they have him three on their board. Now, the Patriots' yeah. edge situation is very weird. You have Anthony Jennings, who I think they should resign. I don't think he's going to crack like $10 million just because he doesn't really contribute on passing downs. And even when he does, he really relies more on stuns and discipline more than actually being a good pass rusher. Got Matthew Judon, who's in the last year of his deal. And then obviously he's getting older, very valuable player, but you have to expect at some point he's going to fall off to some degree. Then you have Josh Uche, also a free agent like Anthony Jennings, but didn't have a great season last year. Dealt with a foot injury, which obviously did have an impact on his ability to perform. But at the same time, with his style, because of how disciplined they are, it just felt like it was hard to really see how effective he was. He had some flashes. You know, he likes that little hezzy bull rush. Uh, but it just yeah. wasn't the season that he had the year before where he really broke out towards the end of the year. But Josh Allen, and then, and then also Keon White. 
he's kind of different from their edge rushers because usually Patriots edges just play outside. Keon White's different right. where he's inside and outside, had most of his success actually from the inside and kind of like a defensive end, Dietrich Wise kind of role. But Josh Allen is a legitimate difference maker. I It's kind of weird because if you re-sign Jennings, then you have Judon, like where does he fit exactly? But what right. would you think about potentially bringing him in? Because if it's on a one-year deal, maybe you see how it works, you extend him. I'm curious because it seems – and he's still young. He's only 20, or relatively young. He's going to turn 27, but consistently good player. He's ranked yeah. – let's see. He was 11th last season, 10th the season before. One of the best guys at the position. What do you think? I mean, they're going to either have to rework Matthew Judon's contract or try and trade him out of it because that just – I mean, it's – he's going to want more money um, <laughs> just like he did last year, restructure, and I don't really blame him even though he's coming off the injury. So <laughs> if they don't feel like doing that and they just want to start anew with somebody else – I like the idea of Josh Allen. I mean, mm-hmm. like you said, he's a game changer. He's a difference maker. Um, you know, people people always think of Josh Allen, the quarterback, but Josh Allen, the D-end, might be, you know, j- just as good. He's just a little bit overshadowed because of the position. And so uh, I don't hate the idea. I think it would be a lot to add him to the room if you're going to go with, you know, again, Judon and White and Jennings and, you know, re-sign everybody and keep mm-hmm. everyone apart. Like, it kind of seems redundant and feels like I wouldn't, you know, allot my salary cap space there, but – you wonder again, new regime, new people, like still defensive minded, you know, Patriots head coaching staff and clearly front office. And so, yeah, I mean, I don't hate the idea. It was just, it kind of depends on Judon and what they mm-hmm. want to do there. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. But and who was number two on this list? Uh, this, this, so this is specifically the Patriots' needs. Oh, the yeah. yeah. Okay, I should have clarified that. that. I just got so excited. No, that's fine. No, you in. did. I just, I didn't know if it was ranked that way. Okay, that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah, yeah these okay. are specifically um, Patriots' positional needs. Got it. Okay. So, um, yeah, I don't hate the idea of Josh Allen, but I, I think it's it's dependent on uh, what they do with the position right now, yeah. too. Also, what they do with edges, whether they want to continue with the philosophy that they have or whether they maybe let somebody off the chain a little bit more. Because, again, so mm-hmm. much of what they do relies on being disciplined. Uh, but with the modern age of, you know, all these scrambling quarterbacks, it can be tough. Although Josh Allen, it's kind of funny, owns Josh Allen, the quarterback. Like, anytime they play, yeah, he has, like, a new career game, which is pretty crazy. It's now, hilarious. Now, this one's interesting. T. Higgins. Obviously, it's like- a slam dunk, Taylor. We're, we're you know, we, we talked about, you know, having just, you know, conversation on here and not like this is the one I, I gave a caveat and it's, I, I had to cut you off because I, I gave the caveat to Josh Allen and it depends on the, the position room where that goes. T Higgins, 25, unsigned projected for a one year deal or is that just yeah. what they're saying his average annual value will be? Uh, that's it's a one year deal and he'd make about 22 million. Interesting. Okay. I, 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 and I feel like they're probably going to franchise him, but I say that you, you make this happen any, any time of day, no matter what, you have to bring T Higgins into that room somehow, some way. But that's the thing. And this is something that's going to come up a few times. I, the only reason I hesitate is because is he going to be available? Like I want to put him on this list. I wouldn't even think about it, but realistically, and I feel like it's going to come up with a lot of the wide receiver free agents outside of like Mike Evans, and he still could as well. I think a lot of these guys are going to get franchise tagged, and that's the issue. I don't even think yeah, they're going to hit the open market. So, I mean, I, I feel like T. Higgins and most of these top receivers are going to be no-brainers, but realistically, do we think he's even going to make it out of Cincinnati? No, he's not. No. <laughs> I don't think so. They would be silly to not keep him there. Um, and, yeah, they do – and we, we talked about um, – Trey Brown, the guy who's, you know, developed that, yeah. helped develop that team out in Cincinnati. Like, talk about their receiver room with, with Chase and Higgins and Taj Boyd, or Tyler Boyd, rather. Like, they have dudes, but it's still, you know, like they could lean on, in theory, Boyd and Chase without Higgins. But, mm-hmm. you know, you also have th- three 
top wide receivers in your room with Joe Barrow, who is coming off an injury, like help him out as much as you can. They obviously have a chemistry there. So they'd be silly to not, you know, to let him go. But if they do let him go, this should be their number one, this number one signing. But realistically, you're right. I don't think he's getting out of Cincinnati. I want to put him on this list so bad, but I can't. So we have to just do it. On. Put him on. He's a free agent. Put all him right, on. All right. What, he's a, oh, all right. All right. Free agent. Wish list. Just wish list. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We'll do that. Go. So T. Higgins. What was that contract? Let's see. That was one year. 21. 21.66. Yeah. 66 million. All right. God, I'm typing like my dad. Okay, let's go. <laughs> All right. Brian Burns, another interesting edge option, even younger than Josh Allen. Although I that Carolina scheme, they I believe are just a penetrating defense where there's not a lot of like discipline, gotta keep the guy contained. I feel like they just kind of let him off and he just gets to attack. So I don't know that he'd be a great scheme fit. Obviously, uber talented player just needs to get the hell out of Carolina so he can get to a contender. Yeah. Who knows what that's I think the Patriots are going to turn around pretty quickly but are you interested just given again the scheme fit and how he would be integrated and you see the overall defensive grades he's been pretty middle of the pack to like not great and that's because he's a great pass rusher not as good of a run defender similar to you know their their thing with judon and obviously judon's a much better run defender Mm -hmm. um but he can rush the pass as well but like if they if they decide to do something else with judon and maybe not re-sign jennings then yeah i would give brian burns you know the a bag of money to come here and rush the passer, but um, I would I would rather keep who they have in the room currently than move off. Of, like the Josh Allen, I would be fine with them moving off from uh, from Judon and bringing in a guy like Josh Allen. Where mm-hmm. Brian Burns, like okay, it would be fu- it would be good. It would be, it would help if you end up moving on, but I still would like I would rather keep the room intact how it is rather than move it around just for a guy in Brian Burns. Agreed. Okay. Michael Pittman Jr. Now, this one's a bit more interesting (laughs) because obviously doesn't have the physical upside of a lot. Like even Mike Evans, you know, he's just not quite as explosive, but he's uber reliable. They've had so many different quarterbacks uh, play for the Colts, especially when you talk about like the different skill set or the skill level of these quarterbacks. Had Anthony Richardson for like a minute and then he had to go the rest of the season with Gardner Minshew, who obviously has his flashes. But those flashes are also kind of weighed down by some really tough moments. Pittman Jr. is not really an X. I think you could put them in there in certain packages. He's more of a Z. Is he someone you'd want to put on the wish list? Also, probably going to get franchise tagged. Let's say that. Probably. I'm same boat as Higgins. Like I, I, Higgins mm-hmm. is above him on my list. Um, I think he's a little bit younger, and I think he's a little bit better. But I would mm-hmm. sign Michael, Michael Pittman 100% if he's available. Um, again, a guy who they could pro- probably will franchise tag or make stay there because he's their best wide receiver, and they have to keep developing Anthony Richardson next season. So mm-hmm. why take away? the best, you know, pass catcher in your room. But if he does hit the market, then yeah, the Patriots need a, a wide receiver. So throw Pittman on the list, 100%. All right, Michael. Oh my gosh, that is all caps. All right. Because I'm we really want Michael interview. Pittman. So badly. All right. So <laughs> The NFL season is wrapping up and there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets, guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Here we go. 21.66. This is where I'm coming handy. We miss you, buddy. All right. I think he actually, I was just, I was just looking on YouTube and he threw in a, uh, a thumbnail on the thing. So Amit is awake, I think. Oh, well, good morning, Amit. All right. (laughs) All right. Daniil Hunter. Now, 
I, I say no. He's a great pass rusher, a well-rounded player as well. But at the same time, I feel like it's a similar situation to Matthew Judon where he's yeah, he's the same guy. Same guy. There. Yeah. yeah. So we're just, just no, quick no. Yeah, skip him. Yeah. Respect, should, we add, no. should we add Josh Allen to the list? Like, should Allen be on our list or are we just going to? I think so. Eh, yeah, why not? Yeah, we could throw him on. on. Yeah, throw him on. Yep. Josh Allen. Oh, I should do positions because this could get confusing. Wide receiver. Wide receiver. The beauty of live streams. <laughs> All right. One year. Better this way. 21.92 million. All right. Oh, oh my god, I got my screens mixed up. All right. Now Mike Evans. Oh <laughs> Mike Evans balled out yesterday. Yep. Obviously, he had a couple easy drops, but at the same time, he had a way more big time catches and big moments. Dominated at the end of the first half. Three years, 23 million. Now he has nagging soft tissue injuries and has like forever. So that is something to consider. Also, age is a consideration. But at the same time, I think one of the things you need to get in this wide receiver room is a veteran with championship experience who everybody can look up to and be like, you are the standard. So do we want to put Mike Evans on the list? Because I, I'm all for it, but I also understand there are legitimate concerns as well. Uh, I think you have to put every wide receiver who's available on the list. And not, not everyone, but like <laughs> – you know, th these top three guys, like if you land any of them, then I'm all for it. Like yep. a guy who you mentioned reliable, a guy who has, he, he's never not had a thousand yard season in the NFL. He's won a Super Bowl. He has playoff experience. Like sure, soft tissue injury is obviously a problem, but he's better than anybody that you have in your room right now. And he'll be better than anybody you have in your room next year. And so, yep. uh, yes, I would rather, you know, Higgins is number one, Pittman's number two, Evans is number three, but um, I, I put, I put Mike Evans on the list for sure. And so now I'm looking at the way we were, Order. how Do we want to move this around a little bit. No, 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 no. I'm just thinking more. So like what Brad is kind of putting for like the projected contracts, the one year mm -hmm. deal guys are definitely franchise tag guys, right? I would, I would that think so. What, yeah. Cause like Evans is getting three years, but you would think Higgins would get a five year deal on the market, but I think he's projecting them to be franchise tags. So that I think it's also kind of workshop. Like he dealt with injuries here, too. Yeah. He was kind yeah, of that's like true. he missed some games, so I think that's also in consideration. But with Michael mm -hmm. Pittman, yeah, I think the assumption is that they're probably going to get tagged. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. I think that's a tag. It's number. the same yeah. number. It's the tag number. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, yep. But so yeah, no, add add Evans all day. Yep, he's there. Tyron Smith is he even going to make it out man. of Dallas? He's an old head, but he's all—he's still a beast, though. Is yeah, no, I know, I know. And I know. Trent Brown's also an old head, so it's like, mm -hmm. do you want a guy with again playoff experience, highly respected, and also is probably going to play for you at a high level? Also, a guy who dealt with injuries, but again, so has Trent mm -hmm. Brown. So I feel like when it comes to how you're going to restock at left tackle, the options are really like Tyron Smith, Trent Brown, and Jonah Williams. And Jonah Williams was a right tackle last season. So yeah. do we want to put Tyron Smith on there? Or are we saying ah, uh, we might be able to do better? I wish. Somebody asked Mayo about uh, Trent Brown this morning on the Greg Hill show. That would have been a good question. Yeah, that would have been a good question. I just um, want to know how they feel about him inside yeah, the locker room. Because, like, we've had Sophie, and, like, you know, she mentioned that a lot of things haven't really gone his way, and they kind of mess with his head and things like that. Right. But then there's also the side of, like, well, there have also been reports that people in the locker room weren't happy with this effort. So right. it's like – you know, if they play well, no, if he plays well, no one's going to care. Like at the end exactly. of the day, if, if you if you play well, people are going to forget a lot of things. But how far gone is that situation? 
Yeah, and that being said, for the same amount of money, I'd probably take Tyron Smith, to be honest. You know, yeah. new okay. blood, no, not dealing with the potential headache that Trent can bring. And again, it's all, you know, reported and rumored, so I I don't know, you know, exactly what's what's going on there. But, I, I yeah, if if you can get Tyron Smith in here for, you know, again, one-year deal, 10 mil, like, yes, 100%. Yeah, because it's good. it Yeah, it helps. You're not tying yourself to a almost 34-year-old, you know, tackle. You bring him in for a year. Mm-hmm. You share up the O-line and then, you know, next year you draft or, you know, you draft this year and you develop. And, yeah, I think that's that would be a, a solid left tackle to to help out a rookie for for their first season. Yep, agreed. All right, and I feel like as this goes, he's probably going to keep getting bumped down the list <laughs> just in terms of priority yeah. and all those things. But, I mean, look at those grades. That's crazy. I mean, obviously, yeah. 2022 wasn't very good. I think he battled injuries even more then. Yeah. Marquise Brown, how do you feel about him? Honestly, I am not, not interested. To be not honest. huge on him. I think right. No, he's. I think he's dealt with injury. Um, mm-hmm. He's. Yeah, I'm. Pass on him. Uh, I, yeah. I want like one of these big name receivers, and if not, I'd rather draft one. So. Yeah. Bryce Huff. I. We've been really talking about Bryce like Huff for months. Yes, like ever since Josh Uche's play started to decline, I was like, but Bryce Huff's been killing it. He did well yeah. against the Pats. I really like him as an option to replace Uche. Now, he's a situational guy, mm-hmm. but I, at the same time, so is Uche. Like he, I think Uche had more flashes against the run than he has in years past. But at the same time, he also would just completely like go inside and there was nobody coming over the top and giving up big runs. So personally, I would like to see Bryce up instead. But, you know, they've also developed Uche. I think Uche clearly has a relationship with Gerard Mayo. And I think that they do like him in the building. And he's I mean, in terms of a locker room presence, he seems fantastic. It's really just like, all right. And he was there. I mean, he was at Mayo's press conference. Like that tells you something, too. Yeah. But how do you feel? I want to put Bryce up on here. I'd probably put him. Over Josh Allen, to be honest with you, what? especially with the value, with uh, the value, yeah, age value, yeah. So and if considering we're doing that this Josh Allen order, probably isn't playing every down, that's I think thing. we Unless should also. From Judon. I think we should also bump Josh Allen under Michael Pittman if we're being honest. Okay, that's fair. So let's go okay. Higgins, Higgins, Huff, Pittman, Allen. Pittman Allen, I like that. Oh, what the heck? Yeah, there we go. Bryce Huff. Because Huff, you're right. You're not, you know, you're not shelling out all that money for Josh Allen here. You have Huff for, you know, this three-year deal, which, yeah. And in terms of situational pass rushers, you don't get a lot better than Bryce Huff. And also, his grades are pretty good. He doesn't play against the run a lot. He clearly isn't doing all that bad. I need to watch more. Most of the tape that I've seen from him, to be totally honest, is him rushing the passer. Um, But, you know. He's very, very good at it. I would love to see him on the team. I think that gives your pass rush a huge amount of juice, which would be very valuable because you don't know what's going to happen with Keon White. Again, I think he may be better as an interior rusher. And then you're kind of left with, you know, Matt Judon sometimes. And then it's just – it's it's pretty shallow yeah. there. So, Bryce Huff, we got Trent Brown. Oh, Two boy. years. It's so cheap. He's Did we so put him cheap. on the list? I think we got to put him on the list. Under, under Tyron Smith. Yeah. Just because of the off-field stuff, we need to. You need to screen grab this and put it on Twitter after and watch the world burn. Okay. Um, oh, you do it. You're 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 more used to that than I am, <laughs> yeah, Mr. People. SpongeBob. Me. <laughs> That's true. All right. Yeah, but I think yeah, we don't. I mean, we already talked about Trent Brown. Obviously, yeah. still an outstanding player when he's healthy, but there's the injury to consider. Although he did play all of 2022, he lost like 10 pounds when he had the flu and still managed to play. Right. He showed even last season that he was, he played through a concussion, which is not advisable. I do not think that's okay, but he did it. Yeah, you can call him a lazy bum if you want. Um, but still, when it comes to like 
at times looking for the team over himself. I think he's shown that he will do it. You know, it's inconsistent. I will say yeah. that. And again, if there are people inside the locker room saying that they had an issue with his effort, that is what it is. Whether or not he thinks it's fair or not how he was treated, that's, you know, that's the case. But I think you have to at least have him as a consideration. Again, because it's two years, less than $8 million a year for a very good left tackle, you just don't get those, especially for a guy who's well-rounded and can dominate in the run game. Yep. Calvin yep. Ridley. Calvin Ridley. I think he's oh, so he's not a franchise tag projection. I honestly, it's a lot of money. I don't know. It is a lot, especially he's twenty nine years old. He and he has a drop problem. And I know you can say like drops aren't that important, but like drops in big moments are. It's kind of like that Tyree Kill thing where you can yeah. produce a lot and drops don't matter if you're a good player. But if you're dropping plays like touchdowns and things like that, they're literally game changing plays. I don't know. I personally am not that interested in Calvin Ridley to be honest. Very talented. I'm not going to act like he's not, but. Stay with uh, Trevor Lawrence. Continue to develop. Yeah. Uh, I'm not that. Yeah, I think so too. I'm with you. So let's move on and let's grab Big Mike Onwenu right there and put him right uh, under. Yep. Where are we putting him? We already know right under T Higgins. <laughs> under think. T Higgins. All right. Yep. What no, do that's you totally think? Totally fair. I, I am. I would only. Deb- I think I honestly I put him over T Higgins to be totally honest with you, especially right. because of what he already gives you in the locker room. You know. Yeah, you're right. He he should All be right. he should be he should be top priority this offseason. He really should yep. be. I'm just going to call him an O-line. because yeah. uh, So, again, there is already precedent for the kind of contract they could give him where um, Elton Jenkins for the Packers, mm-hmm. he – oh, I guess we'll – oh, I should put average, shouldn't I? Yeah, I'll do that for the other ones. Um, but Elton Jenkins, is his contract is structured where if he is um, – what do you call it? If he plays offensive tackle, he gets paid like an offensive tackle. Mm-hmm. If he plays guard, he gets paid like a guard. And obviously there's like all pro incentives and things like that. I think right. that's what you want for Big Mike because, frankly, I think he is best suited as a guard still. Can he play tackle? Yes. But I would love to see them maybe either sign a couple tackles outside of Unwenu or draft one, sign one, and let him play his best position. I also know that there's been some talk about him not fitting if it's like a McVay scheme. But one thing about McVay's scheme is he's been flexible. They run a mm-hmm. lot of duo, which is what yeah. the Patriots ran almost exclusively. And I think outside zone, I don't think he's great because you don't want him trying to like get across the face of people very often. But I think if you talk about mid zone where you're really mm-hmm. trying to hit inside, which is really what the Patriots run, I think that could still work. Um, so I don't really think that he's as scheme restricted as some people do think. Um, also, like you'd have to completely outside of Cole Strange, who's hurt you'd have to pretty significantly overhaul your personnel and just kind of start from scratch with people that haven't been in the building, which I don't know that I'm a huge fan of, especially because Mike and Wenu has been so influential and has emerged as a leader this season. Yep. Um, is so homegrown talent. I think it sets a good example that yes, this regime will pay people who bust their butts and really play hard for us. But big up. Think? I, I yeah. echo everything you just said about big Mike. I think uh, it's, uh, I, the Jeremy Fowler report last week that said that the Patriots know he's as good as gone, like that, mm-hmm. you know, that irked me. Like, again, home especially because Sophie Weller said the opposite, right? While asking him directly, which is yeah. kind of weird. <laughs> and so you wonder what side. Obviously, that's probably coming from the team side from Fowler, but like, you know, bring him back. He's worth it. Like, he people say the versatility. You know, not that it's a negative, but almost like you know you don't have a place for him. But it's like no, like he, you pay him it. Again, that's the thing I wonder is where, okay, is the same thing going to happen where you want to – you say you're going to play me a guard, then you play me a tackle, so you pay me as a guard, and then I have to move and that the whole thing. Where the Elton Elton Jenkins thing is perfect. Like, um, And now granted, Owen will be like, no, I, I play tackle. You pay me like a tackle, but I still think that's worth it. Like then you just have like 
someone who you can put everywhere and then you you work with it. So long story yep. short, on when it was number one on my list, he should be their top priority this offseason. I agree. Oh, looks like all right, we may have to cut this at – we'll try to get to 30 before my battery dies. Okay. All right. <clears throat> so Chase Young. Yeah, we'll do out a top 10 here. We'll, we'll put out a top 10 yeah, and then we'll, we'll bounce. All right. Perfect. So Chase Young, he's interesting because he's more defensive. And this is also kind of the case for Bryce Huff, to be fair. They're more defensive end than outside linebacker, which is what the yeah. Patriots usually like. They're obviously, you know, scheme versatile, but you very rarely see them line up with true defensive ends outside. But he's young. He's talented. He's doing well. He's been playing pretty well this entire season. They, obviously, the injuries are a concern. But yeah, he, one year, I didn't notice million. him that I didn't really notice him that much in their the, the game the other day. Like he didn't make that. I thought I saw him flash a few times, but a definitely bit, not. But, it wasn't a game changer. Yeah, and that could just be a, yeah. not really a scheme thing, but you know, playing second to you know, it's tough with Nick Bosa and what have you. But um, and the Pats also reportedly had interest at the trade deadline. We right. also should note that. So it's not like yeah. they wouldn't even consider it. There's some level of interest in him. Would you put him on the list though for the top ten? Um. Yeah. Yeah, you put him on yeah. the list again because it, it's it makes sense, right? I mean, you see, mm-hmm. you know, we're we're talking here with you know the the whole Judon situation with his contract. You bring in a young guy, you're trying to rebuild. You sign him to a longer deal. Um, yeah, I think you know I'm trying. I'm looking at. I I want to put him on the list. I'm trying to think of where I want to put him on the list. And I'm thinking like between Tyron and Trent. Yeah, because it's, it's only yeah. a year. He's 25 years old. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I say go, go after Tyron Smith because as much as I want Chase Young and I think he's a better, like obviously better player and younger than Tyron Smith, it's it, having a left tackle next season is a lot more important than having you know Chase Young. Yep, agreed. All right, and that's also assuming that he would probably replace Joshua Tree. Yeah, I um, mean, be more of a situational guy. Jonathan Grenard. Now he's interesting because he's a young guy who didn't get a lot of attention because the Texans weren't playing well, but he's yeah. been very good for them. Another guy who's young, obviously, would fit because he comes from the Nick Casario system. What do you think about him? Would you want to maybe round out the list with him? Mm, who's after Clowney? I want to see what we have. After Clowney. We've got Darius Smith, Smith, Mackay Becton. Uche. Uche. Ooh. And then let's oh, just man. get to the top 50. Then Leonard Floyd and jo- Ooh. I want Jonah Williams. All right. We're going to put Jonah Williams is going to be our last Jonah guy. Williams. And I think. Okay. All right. I would put him. I was going to say, I think even though we played right tackle this year, I still put him over a guy like Tyron Smith. And should we put him at five under Michael Pittman? I'm thinking so. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. so. Because I also know he's very respected and played really hard for the Bengals. Yeah. Um, I think he's a guy that they would want back. Um, clearly with that contract, I think he earned himself a decent amount of money. So <clears throat> yeah. I think that'd be pretty good. Um, all right. So would we 10. maybe want to move somebody? Would we want to put Grenard in for somebody else who's already on the list before we close up? I'm just trying to look Honestly, at I might kind of bump I might bump Chase Young to be totally honest with you. You'd rather Grenard? Maybe, yeah. Because we know he's a scheme fit. He's young, up and comer. That's not a whole money in the fifteen million. It's, I mean, that's not terrible money. And he's a guy that could play every down for you. Where if he develops well, he could be your Matt Judon replacement. I like that's just my take, though. Yeah, I, I just I look at Chase Young like, and again, I, maybe I'm putting too much value in the fact that he was the number two overall pick and that he has such a high upside versus Grenard's again the scheme fit and he obviously played well I like Chase Young being younger though too and a guy Mm -hmm. who you know you could build your core around potentially oh man 
You make the decision. This one's on you. I'm bumping Chase Young. All right, sounds good. There's our top 10. Bernard. Three years. 15. 15.75 million. All right, there it is. And once again, this is based on the, the our buddy Brad Spielberger, one of the best and brightest at PFF, his list with the top 50 players uh, at positions of need for the Patriots. So Kyle Duggar, I'm not even sure uh, how – obviously was not on the list. It's because, like, they don't really need a safety back. Yeah, right. Obviously, right. I think they could use a post-safety, and if Duggar leaves, things could change. Yep. Um, but, you know, they could re-sign Jalen Mills. They've still got Marte Mapu. Um, they could live without uh, Kyle Duggar, who also I know Brad projects uh, will be someone who gets the franchise tag, which would make a right. lot of sense because he had kind of a down year. See if you want to pay him. He's also on the older side. Maybe let him test the market, see what happens there. But this is our list. Le- learn it, love it, adjust it. We'll tweet it out. I'll tweet it out. So There we go. You might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for jam-packed days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can help you fuel up fast with chef-prepared, dietitian-approved, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. Head to factormeals.com slash presspass50 and use code presspass50 to get 50% off. That's code presspass50 at factormeals.com slash presspass50 to get 50% off.